good evening everyone welcome to another very wonderful episode um how's your day going how's lagos how was your day basically my day was fine how was yours yeah my day was kind of boring in the beginning but then it brightened up towards the beginning and the middle of the day and everything became cool all right um you guys may have been wondering where your best tea went to it has been really really long since i made the last podcast but actually i ran into some technical difficulties um i ran into some technical difficulties as in some things that were beyond my control and capabilities and that was why i was offline for a while but now i'm back your best is back all right your best is back and i'm not going nowhere anymore i'm here to stay I'm here for you, I'm here to stay. So, how are you all doing? How are my beautiful ladies doing? How are the handsome guys doing? How are you all doing? Because I've missed you all. It has been a very, very long time. Alright? I missed you your You have been my inspiration, my source of motivation, and you have given me the courage to carry on, to do this, to always come out and speak to you guys and i know that somewhere some somebody somewhere is listening to me maybe she's in our room or she's in the parlor the sitting room um and she's listening to me with her earphone plugged in her ears and she's listening to me she's hanging on my every word she's wanting to know everything i am saying so i want to say i want to say that um you guys should just relax, sit back, feel free. I'm your bestie and I'm back. So what's up? What happened last in your life? <laughs> I hope um, everything is going well for you. Alright? I hope everything is going well for you. I mean, you all know how we do it here, man. I don't, I don't think, I don't do things that others see us. You know, that guy is too, is too forward, or is too backward. I don't do any of that shit. Yeah, and we'll I'll tell you how I feel and we can relate to each other, right? We can relate to each other, we can talk to each other, we can feel free with each other. Okay, so how's the lockdown be affecting you? Because actually the lockdown has been really tight where I am. And prices of things have been escalating, they have been skyrocketing every day by day, alright? They have been shooting up to the sky and I'm wondering where the country is even going to. I'm wondering where, when all of this is going to end. I'm wondering what we can do to stop everything. Because, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about something. What I want to talk about today is suicide. I want to talk about suicide because I know that many people have gotten to that point, to that point in their life where they're in a black hole and they get these feelings of depression and they don't know how to control it they don't know how to get over it they're in that pit with nobody there to help them with nobody then nobody there to encourage them nobody there to tell them that it's gonna be okay you're gonna pull through um and i'm your bestie so what are friends for so i'm here to listen i'm here to talk about suicide i'm here to talk about suicide signs of suicide signs to know when someone is contemplating suicide and what to actually do when you find someone who's actually contemplating suicide and come to think of it you all may be wondering why, why i've chosen this topic why am i oh, why is it talking about suicide That's, i'm talking about suicide because um 
I once contemplated it so <laughs> no matter how funny that might sound but I once contemplated before you know how exciting it is just to just think of turning off the button as in to turn off the button of life and then to just sleep and not wake up again to sleep and not wake up again to lose consciousness of your surroundings to lose consciousness of your life you know sometimes i know sometimes there are some people who wake up sometimes eating themselves there are some people who wake up um not liking the fact that they still woke up in their own skins there are some people who wake up some some mornings that they don't really like their lives they don't really like the buildings they live in they don't really like the schools they have to go to they don't really have like the jobs they have to work at they don't really like the things that they do they don't really like what makes them them they don't really like what defines them and at that point you start contemplating what do i do what what can i do to let all of this go what can i do to free myself what can i do to gain consciousness of myself what can i do to you know to be free and then that's the point when you start getting dark thoughts you start getting dark thoughts start getting suicidal and then this thoughts of depression come into you they cover you and they're like a shadow they cover you to be like they be like weighing you down and nobody around can know what's up nobody around can know what you're going to you may be you may be the extrovert type like the extroversion type you may be the fun person the life of the party normally you be among friends you'll be laughing with them you'll be chilling with them you'll be cracking jokes with them even singing songs with them but deep down you alone know what you're suffering from and your friends may look at you and they may not notice anything they may just be like oh it's just the usual it's just his usual old self it's just being the usual old guy you know the fun type the loving type the every the outgoing type the extroversion type but they don't know that deep down there's something you're going to and nobody nobody will notice if you don't reach out to someone if you don't talk to someone if you don't tell me that oh yeah this is what i'm going through that i'm going through suicidal thoughts or i'm going through depression nobody's actually going to figure out that you are going through depression unless you reach out to someone and i know how adam might be just coming out to tell someone there oh i'm having suicidal thoughts or oh i'm having depression because yeah in africa we believe that depression is not an illness we believe that um depression is not for africans we believe that depression is a foreign invention it is only meant for white people the americans the europeans and asians but we don't really know that in africa people can get people can get overclouded and overshadowed by their doubts and then they get they fall into that dark pit that very dark pit where they cannot climb out of that very dark pit of self-doubt that very dark pit where they are not sure of themselves that very dark pit where they hate themselves that very dark pit where they hate them their lives and actually can't think about it don't think about it I'm, I'm I'm always using myself as a personal reference because I've experienced most of these things you know as a kid while growing up I was friends with all I was friends with all the cute girls in church and school all right I was friends with all the cute girls in my neighborhood and 
as a kid i didn't really have this consciousness of whether i am cute or not when i was growing up i was friends with both the cute girls and the ugly girls so nobody was really talking about how cute i was or how ugly i was right but then when i started growing up um i started noticing slight changes i started noticing that the cute girls the girls i liked um actually had feelings for some other guys as in the girls i like do not like me back but the ones i don't like are actually feeling things for me and don't get me wrong not uh, it's not like those ones that actually feel something for me are not actually cute they're, they're really really cute girls cute ladies but you know we we just are not compatible but the ones that feel like we're compatible of um of going out for other guys falling for other guys and then i'm stuck with somebody i don't like trying to push herself on me and that kind of weird all right and then i start feeling wait why is this girl why, why, why is the girl i like i acting up on me why is she acting all weird why is she falling for another guy why is she not falling for me i'm i'm the guy she's supposed to be falling for i'm the nigga she's supposed to be fucking with all right so why is she not doing all of this with me why is she going with some other guy all right and you know actually um i actually started feeling depressed maybe that was the first time i ever got the thought that just maybe maybe i wasn't as cute as the other guys maybe i wasn't as good looking as the other guys maybe i was just this weird everyday stupid kid and that's just it for me as that's how i felt and i actually uh, there's some days i woke up and i ate my life i just wake up and be like oh i wish i could wake up uh, in a body that's not mine all right and then as a kid let me say actually around that kind 15 16 years of age i actually actually had a big tummy i'm not gonna lie about that i had a big tummy all right um i was i'm a foodie i'm not i'm not gonna use past tense about it i'm a foodie i like eating i eat a lot like i eat my own i eat my sister's own i eat my mom's own and i eat my dad's own too so in my house they call me the bishop of food all right <laughs> laugh about it anyhow you want because that's just the truth all right so i was also self-conscious about that i was self-conscious about that too and i started thinking i started thinking how am i gonna get out of this shape how am i gonna get to be that person i want to be how am i gonna be fit and capable for my girl and then i started exercising all right it turns out that it turns out that suicide is not the answer there are some people there's i've read stories of some white boys who um get depressed about the the nature of their body and then they kill themselves because they don't like their body but that's not the answer all right i discovered the answer when i was 16 years old i started doing push-ups early in the morning like press up one to 100 every morning and then i started running from my house to the bus stop and i think there was a distance there was a market square um around my house so i used to run from my house the gate of my house to the bus stop and then i'll run from there back 
that's the that that that's how life should be but you just need to exercise work yourself into shape all right you don't need to go to the gym to be fit you don't need to go to the gym to look fit you just got to do what you got to do with the little that you are from wherever it is you are all right just do whatever it is you want to do and take it from me bro i'm your bestie i can't lie to you right the many things that are better the many things that are better than suicide man don't take your own life because i don't think that's the best way to go about it right just be cool to yourself be true to yourself and then once you start noticing that you start having these dark thoughts please i'm begging you don't stay in a lonely place alone because if you do you might actually do something to hurt yourself you might actually take a knife and plunge it into yourself or you might um you know add add that poison to your food or you might actually even take an overdose of sleeping pills because i've known I, i've not I, I know people who have done such things all right i know people who have done such things and it doesn't mean that you should you should just kill yourself um i i read a story about the middle-aged man who got returned from work he got a sack letter after like 58 years of service to his company and then um he had like children he had children somewhere in the university somewhere in secondary schools there was one in the primary school and then this guy just got sacked after 58 years without no pension fee without no upfront without no payment it was just sacked like that just giving a sack letter one day and told to go home and you know he's a family man he has many people that are depending on him so what do you expect him to do uh actually he got home he couldn't confide in his wife he couldn't tell his wife that oh i have been sacked from work and his wife is actually the demanding type she has this kind of demanding personality that doesn't even want to care what you have and what you don't have and she's always actually demanding for stuff oh yeah um chidu ben says that he needs something from school chime says that oh our books are finished um chiamaka says that she needs money to play the eye and all this is falling on the man's shoulders for crying out loud okay i'm not saying that the man shouldn't provide for his family all right but i'm saying that you guys are equal partners in the marriage all right you guys are equal partners in the marriage um you guys are equal partners in the marriage the man should provide when he has the lady should provide when she has it's a combined effort man it's teamwork it's not supposed to be one person alone okay what are you trying to tell me now what are you trying to tell me now i'm the man i make the money and i provide for the family but you are also working you as the lady you are also working so if you make your money you keep it in your pocket if you make your own money you use it for personal stuff but we the men and now the ones who are supposed to work and provide for the whole family come on that's not fair man and i'm talking i'm saying this because of the feminists out there you you you're fighting for gender equality but you're not fighting for you're not fighting for um you're not fighting for both genders to also share responsibilities in the home 
before we before i as a man we agree to gender equality in this society both african and the old world um you guys will have to agree to be splitting the responsibilities in the home equally between the man and the woman all right so back to my story our man our man was sacked from work he came back home he couldn't confide in his wife because he knows that she's not gonna um take it uh, lightly she's not gonna take she's gonna she isn't gonna find it um she isn't gonna find it okay all right that's the that, that that's that, that's just how he felt and so this man came on he withdrawed into himself and then every morning he'll prepare he'll plan as if as in, he'll prepare normally as he used to prepare every morning he will take his bed he wear his suit he will not his tie he will go out of the house pretending to go to the work but he, he doesn't actually get to the workplace he will, he will just go to a bar around the area sit down in that bar and drink and drink alcohol like he's he's planning on drinking away so so he'll be popping bottles and be drinking alcohol until the day is fully spent and then he will come home and he'll pretend like he just got back from work so you're getting the scenario now then his wife kept disturbing him disturbing him disturbing him disturbing him and one day the man couldn't take it anymore right the man couldn't take it anymore he just got back from work just went into his room he just ate his dinner shared the one he shared the remainder of his dinner for his little kids and then he went into the bedroom and then he drank sniper and that was it he didn't wake up the next morning he died now what was the reason for his death now was it because he was sacked no it was it it, it took his own life because he was tired of life and there was no loving partner there's no one who could pull him out of it there was no one he could trust someone he could be able to reach out to someone he could talk to someone he could confide in who could actually help him get through it and you might be actually asking me that why didn't they talk to his wife why didn't they talk to his children why didn't they talk to his pastor why didn't they talk to a friend but you know um someone that's going through societal thoughts doesn't really find it easy to talk to people all right so once you see once you once once you notice once you notice that um you have a friend who is actually an extrovert and you see the person actually starting to withdraw him to himself starting to um keep quiet starting to not chip in doing conversations then you know that something is wrong somewhere maybe he or she has started contemplating to take his or her own life and that's not actually as in that shouldn't be allowed to happen all right things happen every day people have many different reasons why they try to um take their own life people have many different reasons why they try to take their own lives um i've read a story in a certain magazine of a kid who was bullied every day in school i've read stories of a kid who was being bullied in school and then um he couldn't take it anymore because every day he got to school some guys bullied him 
took his pocket money away from him, called him names, and then, you know, beat him up. He always came back home with a black eye and a swollen face, and his mom would be like, Junior, what's up? What happened to you? Why are you looking like this? And I'll be like, Mom, I I fell down from the stairs. And his mom will be like, Whoa, you're actually um forming it into an habit. You're actually learning to fall down from the stairs like almost every day. And the boy said, Mom, it's nothing, I'll get over it. And this thing continued happening. The mom didn't even think it would be right to go to the school and confront the authorities and like talk to them and be like what's up uh, my kid is always coming out coming on with a bruised face a swollen face and i don't like it i don't know what to do about it i want to come and find out about it she didn't actually take out time to do that she was too busy for her work and so she let she let this thing that was happening to the boy, this bullying of a thing that was happening to the boy go on and continue. And so he went on for a long while and the boy couldn't tell her anything. The boy started um being quiet. The boy started keeping to himself. The boy started getting scared. Even even got tired of going to school. He hated going to school. Like he didn't want to every day he wake up in the morning. Um he tries to delay the time so that he wouldn't be told to go and take his breath or take uh, put on his school uniform and go to school because he actually knows what he was going to face when he gets to school because he knows that there are some bullies there are some bad boys there are some bad girls in schools who are actually going to bully him who are actually going to take away his pocket money who are actually going to call him names and then who are actually going to beat him up and so once he has this in mind, he finds it hard to go to school and he even hates the thought, the ordinary the thought of waking up to start preparing for a new day at school weakens him and he's like, he's, he doesn't know what to do. And then this particular boy goes uh, starts withdrawing into himself, he starts locking himself up in his room, he starts shutting out the world. And then you start seeing him reading more magazines and articles on suicide. You start seeing him watching more videos and movies on suicide. You start um, seeing him doing things that is outside his character. And then one day he comes back from school and he goes into his father's room, searches his father's cabinet sees a pistol there, pulls it out, loads it, points it into his own mouth, points the gun into his mouth, there was a silent sound on the mouth of the gun, so he points it into his mouth and shoots it up his head, so the bullet went through his mouth, into his brain directly, and he died, he was found like that, in the pool of his own blood, Lying, his face was lying down on his father's bed and he was face down and he was dead. Why is it why why is it happening? Why did it happen? It's not that the boy uh, it's not that the boy had a bad character or he wanted to take his own life, but it was pushed to that point. So don't let your don't let your kid go to that point of um withdrawing him to himself, 
not being able to confide in you and then taking his, his or her own life okay another reason another possible reason why people take um suicide as an option is rape maybe someone who's actually suffering from the trauma of going through a rape might actually consider taking his or her own life because um there's this stigma attached to whoever has been raped like in a society when someone says he or she has been raped there's a stigma that starts following the person it's almost like the stigma that's attached to someone who has suffered from hiv AIDS. someone suffering from hiv AIDS. so there's that stigma there's that fear there's that um that odds that haven't been healed that haven't been fully healed so um to avoid the stigma the trauma the odds most rape victims try to take their own life all right and then there's the uh, there's the other aspect of it, the, ma- the materialistic aspect, which I've talked about. The one that I gave the example of the middle-aged man who was who, who killed himself because he was sacked from work. And you know, all these are sad events. All these are sad stories. And another thing which may prompt one to kill is herself is courtism. Like someone might actually. Um, be a courteous, be a bad man, be a gangster and be feeling like he's the king of the world. But then along the line, maybe he he has had enough of courtism and then he decides to pull out of the the bad gangs, the courts and the societies. And then his own court mates are not are not taking it lightly with him. They're not viewing it as a child's play there not okay with it and they're telling him that he cannot go out of that court that it's 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 that court until his death and such a person might not be able to take it and he might actually feel that the only solution to this is suicide the only way out is suicide on another possible reason why people take their own life is when parents force their children into marriages that they don't want when parents force their children into marriages with people they don't love and you force them to live with the people they don't love in the same house as husband and wives and at first most people try to you know play along and try to ask the obedient wife or the loving husband to someone they don't love but you know since there's no love in since there's no love in the marriage, no how no how something must come up one day, one day something ugly will wear its head up in that marriage. Because you guys didn't plan it, you guys didn't fall in love before you entered into it. It was just a, a contract that was signed by your parents. And so one day one party or the both parties may get fed up of it and then then they start thinking that the only way out of that marriage is divorce or suicide and you know it's not suicide is not actually a way suicide is not actually a way all right suicide is not actually a way that's what you should understand that's what you should know and as your bestie i'm gonna tell you now that you should not consider suicide suicide is not actually a way I'm your bestie and I cannot lie to you. So once you start having suicidal thoughts, 
the best things to do is to look for a new cycle of friends a cycle of loving friends that you can talk to people who understand how you feel people who maybe have actually gone through societal thoughts before you guys could form a group a support group that you can be exchanging your ideas to each other telling yourselves about how you feel you can overcome suicide and you can form support groups you can just actually talk to yourselves feel free to talk to yourselves feel free to exchange ideas feel free to do fun stuff and you know once you're going to suicide thoughts, most times it's actually a state of the mind it's actually a state of the mind so you would I, I, I want you to go out I would want you to go out um, make new friends um, do fun stuff do things you have never done before all right if you if you if you don't go clubbing wait I'm not saying this for those who are under age I'm saying this for those who are maybe probably above 18 so if you don't go if you don't go clubbing before you start getting the suicidal thoughts just maybe take a night out one Friday you go out you flesh you dance you just do things you've never done before go out with fun friends do things you've never done before seek help from a psychiatrist that's the point many people refuse to make seek help from a psychiatrist and a very good one of that and I would actually prefer if you could go to a Christian psychiatrist because um, most things are not most things are not medicinal. Most suicidal thoughts are not um, originated in the brain. Most suicidal thoughts are, comes from external stimuli. Um, they come from forces, satanic forces projected by Satan and his um, powers and the, the 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 powers of darkness. So. Once you start getting suicidal thoughts, it's, bet- it's always best to seek the advice of a psychiatrist, a Christian psychiatrist, alright? Seek the advice of a Christian psychiatrist. And uh, with the help of medicine and with the help of the Bible, I think you could overcome it. And then, once you go into suicidal thoughts, it's always okay to seek help from God, alright? Seek help from God. I'll look for up to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not suffer my foot to be moved and He will not suffer my foot to be moved and nothing in my head shall be hurt. He that keeps me doesn't sleep. He that keeps Israel does not slumber. So, it's written in God's word. If you start going through suicidal thoughts, Maybe it's time to um, go back to God. Maybe it's time to reorientate your thoughts. Maybe it's time to make peace with God. Alright? And don't you forget, I'm your bestie, alright? Your number one bestie on radio. They call me Prince K-Star. And it has been a very, very, very wonderful day with you all today. Um, It has been the best half hour of my life. And I hope that the few things I said to you, the few things I was able to say, I hope that it makes an impact in your life. Alright, I hope that um, 
that this touches you and please if you're someone listening to me now and you're actually having suicidal thoughts please throw it away listen to what i'm saying to you right now i see someone holding a rope in her hand about to hang herself from the rooftop all right so i'm talking to you directly please drop the rope don't take your own life no matter what you're going through today tomorrow is going to be better all right what is in the future is better than what you've already seen today so don't take your own life for whatever reason even if your parents do, do not believe in your dream all right even if they don't believe in your visions and ambitions don't kill yourself because um if you feel you're already living in hellfire on earth and you take your own life that means you're going to be living in 70 times 7 of the hell that you left that, that, that you left earth for all right so don't take your own life uh, it is the same before god and it's odd as in it's awful to men i won't say it's a sin before men because uh a man cannot be god so i would say it's hurtful to men if i lose someone i love especially to suicide it's going to be very very hurtful and it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life so i don't want to lose you i don't want you to commit suicide i want you to stay strong for me see whatever is happening in your life now whatever is happening in your life now has happened to someone in the world before you are not the first thing that that thing is happening to you won't be the last person that it will happen to things have been happening since the beginning of the world things will continue happening to the very ending of the world and it's not gonna stop now it's not gonna stop now all right so please don't take your life i'm begging you i love you and it's still prince case there's still your old prince case there and i'm recording this one right here from somewhere in isolo legal state nigeria um i wish you a very good evening from lagos or good morning good afternoon depending on where it is you're listening to me from okay i love you all please i'm sorry i'm very very sorry because of the break in transmission as in the time when i stopped transmitting for a while like i explained earlier i I had some technical difficulties but hopefully they have been resolved now so your bestie is now back online your bestie your bestie on radio is back online and hopefully we we, we, we are gonna have a very long experience together because I'm your bestie you can tell me whatever it is you want to tell me all right so if you're going through any emotional trauma, any pain, any thing at all, any suicidal thoughts that you feel you cannot handle alone, you cannot deal with alone, please and please and please don't forget to call me. I'm your bestie, alright? What are friends for, man? I'm your friend. I'm your best friend. So what are friends for? Just call me or you inbox me on WhatsApp. And here's my WhatsApp number 09069732865. And 
my mobile number for those using glow is 070-5510-2572 hope you got that right 070-5510-2572 all right um don't worry y'all uh, don't worry y'all uh, um in our broadcast we'll soon we'll soon we'll soon open the outlets to let people to call directly into the show where we are this thing, where we are transmitting all right we'll still start opening the lines the phone lines so that once we are transmitting once we are talking in the in the studio we can get some people outside there who can relate to our stories and then call us and you know talk about their own experiences right we'll get into that stage so please thanks for the love thanks for everything you've been doing i love you all stay safe and don't catch corona all right stay safe stay indoors if you must go out protect yourself very well a very big shout out to my bro leonard madoka my co-host on the real-time talk show i hope you all are listening to me right now if you're listening to me that means you must go and look for real-time talk all right it's also a podcast so you can go and look for real-time talk listen to it very well listen to every episode that we have dubbed we've dubbed so many so far we've talked about suicide we've talked about a brother raping a brother having sexual affairs with his own sister we talk about um getting married to a single mother we talked about a whole lot of stuff on the real time talk show so i would like you to seek it out i would like you to listen to it i would like you to go to the comment section write down your comments or better still send us your comments or your reactions on whatsapp or you could call me directly on phone i've given you my numbers maybe for those who didn't hear me the last time i called it or the those who felt i was too fast let me go a little slowly again this time um my numbers are 090-69-732-865 and 070-5510-2572 and I'm your host, Prince Kester. I love you all. Stay safe. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever it is you're listening to me from. I love you all.